You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the number one pop and geek culture show in all of Ecuador. I'm Cody. We're number one? Oh no, we're number seven actually, sorry. <laughs> I got excited and I said one, it's actually seven. It's actually seven, hey, factual, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we should keep that, let's go, I'm okay. Cody. I'm Sam. <laughs> and I'm Josh. Oh, we have a great show for you this week, thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been Checking out. Check it out. Waluigi. Number one. It's a little sad. Yeah, a little there's sad. There's a little tinge of sadness in his voice. But it's Waluigi. <laughs> so there's going to be a little tinge of sadness. Yeah. That's that's what a brilliant voice actor Charles Martinet is. <laughs> The pathos he brings to <laughs> mm-hmm. the why. He is all of the Mario Marios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So what have you guys been doing uh, the last couple of weeks? Because we took a week off last week. Did you, wa- did you guys watch Loki yet? Um, no. I'm watching it this weekend. Okay. We'll save that for next week. Then. Okay. Non-spoiler. Talk. Non-spoiler. It's very, very good. It's very good. Okay, good. It's more of the weird, fun stuff like... Like WandaVision that so it, I like. So it's more on the WandaVision side than the Falcon and Winter Soldier side. Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. How is uh how is uh Owen Wilson as Agent Mobius M. Mobius? Good. He's yeah. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Kind of the true detective vibes, but instead of regular detective, it's time detective. Okay, nice, nice. <laughs> you know, I think it's kind of funny that he is on a show on a Marvel superhero show and his brother is on a dc superhero show <laughs> because he's a stripe in the star girl oh, uh, show on cw true. it's gonna be a weird thanksgiving over yeah there. <laughs> wow <laughs> wow <laughs> wow people actually watch my show wow. yeah 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 <laughs> i watched the first episode of star girl and i liked it a lot uh, star girl's really good it's it's legitimately good i liked it a lot as well i need to go back and watch more of it that's yeah i fell off after episode four i think but uh yeah it's really good well cool i'm glad loki is good so i rewatched uh the mystery men uh from a classic a, classic, a 90s classic yeah uh jordan had never watched it so it's been a said, long time since I yeah, watched yeah, it. Same. It is, it is extremely late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, it was back when you know Ben Stiller and uh, Gene Garofalo were relevant. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but I I forgot the amount of like, camp, 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 and cameos and all sorts of uh, just kind of weird folks that just kind of pop up throughout <laughs> it. Uh, Eddie Izzard is one of the major antagonists in the movie. Yeah. And uh, where they do the um, uh, the scene with all of the different gangs that Casanova Frank- Frankenstein bring in. CeeLo Green is part of the not-so-goody mob. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, the the frat boys, the leader of the frat boys, is um, uh, Michael Bay, the director, <laughs> Michael Bray. He's the one that asked if he could bring the brewskis. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, all, all I remember is really wanting the bowl, the bowlers bowling. Ball oh, that was a cool. It. So yeah, rad. That yeah, was really I cool. wanted that too. Like, <laughs> it's like, like I'm not even that big into bowling, and I'm like, that'd be cool to have. Yeah. If Mystery Men had come out, you know, 20 years later, it would have been a huge smashing it success. It would. It really would have. Yeah, it would have. It would have garnered multiple sequels and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, did you know Dane Cook was in that? No. Yeah. Yeah. He's the waffler. <laughs> he's the guy that burns himself with the waffle iron. Mm. And then, of course, friend of the show, Doug Jones. <laughs> uh, yeah. The miner. Oh, you mean um, the shoveler? Oh, the shoveler. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it has like a lot of really good. It's it's weird. It is very, very late 90s, early 2000s. It'll have uh, a couple of really, really good like puns or really good jokes. And then the next shot is a is a fart joke, or a you know oh here comes a skunk and he's or, attracted to the spleen because the fart smell. 
just just the fact that like the, the the one of the main jokes of the whole movie was the fact that Ben Stiller's character, even though he says he has powers, no one believes him because of his powers just being really angry. His yeah. powers are just getting real mad. Yeah, he's Mr. Furious. Yeah, <laughs> and then he finally taps into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember really liking it when I saw it as a kid. Super, yeah, super, super good. Like that was that was like right up there with like my like offbeat weird superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, like Meteor Man and Blank oh, Man. Oh man, Meteor Man was so good, <laughs> especially that end fight with the book with the bookmobile. Oh yeah, where they where they're absorbing book knowledge for sixty seconds, <laughs> and they accidentally absorb the uh, the runway model. Yeah, the catwalk. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. And then, oh man, <laughs> I have not seen this movie. Okay, oh but, man, yeah, if Meteor Man is, is fantastic. It's it's super super. I good. mean, I understand you're not seeing this one because it's a it's a weird it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. It's a weird pool. Which means, like, I probably should have seen it then. That's usually yeah. how it goes. Yeah. But, yeah, Meteor Man. Oh, <laughs> so good. Frank Gorshin is in it. The original Riddler. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We should talk about Spookies real quick. Oh, let's talk about because Spookies. Because I watched Spookies a couple days ago. Let's, when it, let's talk about them Spookies. When it was on Joe Bob's last drive-in show. Yeah. And it is an amazing and great film that is also not good. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bad movie. That it's somehow, a great bad movie. That, yeah, somehow is great in spite of how bad and incompetent it is. Yeah. Well, you know the backstory of that. They made a movie. So they looked at the work print and went, wow, this this doesn't work. What do we got? Let's film a bunch of extra scenes. Well, yeah, it's two different directors. Yeah. Two guys started to make the movie at first. Then the financer didn't like it. So he brought in a different director that right. filmed a bunch of other stuff, and then they just kind of Frankenstein the whole thing into yeah. the movie. And you could so it's Justice League, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, kinda, yeah. But and you can definitely see where the two movies are. Yeah, there's whole characters that never interact, mm-hmm. or there's like there's a character that's a a cat man with a hook for a hand, and he never interacts with the main cast, but is always like. Looking at him through a window. Well, he's always closing or, the doors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the whole thing with uh, Doctor Acula. That's that was all added later. And the kid with the birthday party. That yeah. was added yeah, later. There's, there's a whole there's a whole part with a kid in a birthday party at the beginning that has no bearing on the rest of the plot whatsoever. No, it's very clear. the The original movie was it was a bunch of rowdy teens, twenty something tween teens. One of them looks to be about. 48. 40 yeah <laughs> uh go to a go to an abandoned house and then monsters happen in the rooms that's that was spookies yeah they like use a ouija board and then and ghost possesses come. one of the kids and then ghosts and monsters show up yeah a and, luigi board uh, <laughs> no a waluigi board. A waluigi. waluigi. <laughs> <laughs> but the monsters are amazing they're all great they're all oh. practical effects and they're amazing. super super good there's a bunch of like fiji mermaid lizard men that come mm-hmm. out and they have a they have a very like freddy freaker energy yep yep <laughs> and uh what about the muck men oh oh yeah the, i'm i'm bearing the lead the the funniest part the hands down funniest part of the movie they get attacked by mud men in the basement who inexplicably fart constantly <laughs> I gotta. It think. sounds like the bog of eternal stench. Yeah, a, it, a little bit. Same, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I have to think it. It was like the uh, sound designer going, "Well, you know, we need a squishing sound. What sounds like a squish? A wet fart." <laughs> now, actually, uh, Joe Bob explained this on the on the oh, last really? drive-in okay. show. Yeah, it was the financer guy thought it was was cool to put fart noises in it. Oh, okay. Well, then there you he go. Was kinda, he kind of had like a gross sense of humor. Weird. And that's why the muck men fart. <laughs> and also why the movie is named Spookies. That was also his idea. Oh, so weird. So weird. <laughs> what do you think of the uh, the Spider Woman? Oh, the Spider Woman was very cool. There's it's like three different practical effect monsters morphing into one big spider woman. It was very cool. It was yeah. Like yeah. if you like practical effects and, and cool monster designs. This movie actually is pretty good at it. Like, mm-hmm. there's good stuff in it. It's terrible at everything else, yeah. but it's pretty good at the practical and there's effects. There's a lot of zombies at the end. I yeah. mean, it like, kind of it kind of reminds me of like the uh, the third act of Cabin in the Woods. I've never seen that. 
Uh, yeah. Okay. That that makes sense. I mean, it's more uh, digital effects mm. in Cabin in the Woods, but yeah, kind of kind of similar there, a little bit. There, there's an impressively large amount of zombies at the end. Yeah. Yep. What about that exploding uh, Grim Reaper? <laughs> That's a good scene too. They're being chased by a very impressive like Grim Reaper puppet on the roof of the house, and the one guy throws him off the roof. He hit the Grim Reaper hits the ground and just explodes. Grim Reapers are historically filled with dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> See, when you said exploded, I thought you maybe like just hit the ground and like just turned like dust and all. Oh no! Whatever. No. No, no it's a legitimate like explosion. dynamite explosion. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. I would a hundred percent recommend that. It's also terrible. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite shots in the movie. It's a real quick shot, but they're trying to bust out of the room that that is being held held shut by the wolfman and the 40 year old guy just like does like a head first jump like swan dive through the door (laughs) like cartoon style it's amazing it's amazing also the next week on uh last drive-in they did straight to video horror was it things one of them is things the other one was sledgehammer they are both unwatchably bad. Things is an experience. <laughs> I've watched things. You watched all of I I watched about the first 10 minutes. See, I didn't watch it with Joe Bob though. I've I've just seen things and it is <laughs> it is yeah, nigh unwatchable, but it's an experience that you have to sit through <laughs> once in your life. If you enjoy bad movies, things I mean, it's aliens in a Canadian countryside kind of but more, more importantly, it's just a bunch of weird redneck Canadians sitting in a cabin drinking beer and mumbling to each other. <laughs> so it's uh, and it's shot on VHS. So it's like yeah, so the it looks lowest like garbage. It looks like consumer grade, <laughs> mid eighties, like the big camcorder. <laughs> yeah, the opening credits to Sledgehammer looked like they were done in camera. Oh, more than likely, yeah. <laughs> And you know what? Those movies actually give me a lot of hope because I look at those movies and go, oh, they got distribution. Yeah, they did a movie. <laughs> These guys did a, a movie. These guys did it. Yeah. Why can't we? Yeah. Hammer was the best part of it is all of its establishing shots are way too long. Oh, really? There are full like 10 second shots of a house just sitting there. And it just, it's just funny how long it takes for them to go by. Oh. And it, t- it turns out they, it was just the director padding out the length of the movie. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm surprised, uh, uh, shot on VHS stuff, I'm surprised they didn't use, do the movie uh, Feeders, which is another shot on VHS movie with aliens shot in uh, rural Wisconsin or can- uh, Canada, um, filmed by a couple of guys, the Polonia brothers. They're twins, and uh, the movie had only one interesting scene in the entire thing everything else it looked like napoleon dynamite (laughs) the rest of it with a little alien gray puppet moving around but there's one shot where um one the main character is one of the brothers and he looks out the window and the other brother is there and they start fighting and that's kind of a cool that's kind of a cool thing because hey if you have someone that looks exactly like you might as well put this into your movie yeah (laughs) but yeah, um, Feeders, and then it's Christmas-themed sequel, Feeders 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, sh- shot on VHS stuff, man. It's it's wild. <laughs> like, Blockbuster isn't going to buy this movie if it isn't at least an hour and a half. <laughs> Got to be 90 mi- 80 minutes. 80 <laughs> minutes and then credits. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a term coined for that. Um, the Red Letter Media guys... They talk. They call it shoot the rodeo. Oh, because yeah. Because there was a movie. Yeah, there was a movie that they watched a, a long time ago where to pat out the a fifty minute movie. A guy just went to a rodeo and shot a bunch of B roll of an actual rodeo that was in town. <laughs> and, got a, a and it got him eight minutes. You might as well shoot the rodeo. Hey, that's free. It's yeah. It's 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 no setup. It's no setup. <laughs> you don't have to pay anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can we fit audio from like other stuff into our show to pad it out? <laughs> Isn't that what the what the soundboard's for? 
We'll just like throw in old episodes of like the shadow in the middle. Oh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to play a clip there. I didn't. I decided yeah, not yeah, to. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I yeah. took a drink expecting this. <laughs> yeah, you mean this? They only say all men are created equal, but I'm a genetic freak and I'm not normal. <laughs> some, we're back to the Steiner math. We got to get some Steiner math in there. <laughs> That's right. Uh, That's right. Jackpot. <laughs> You about make Cody spit yeah. out his drink. That's the goal. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I made it through the, the stupid, dr- beautiful dream circus arc of S- Sailor Moon. Oh, yes. With the Pegasus. Oh, with that bad horse. Is that the one that the new movie is based on? That yes. came out on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I think they actually combined the last two arcs because we're on the last arc of classic Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And Hulu doesn't have it dubbed. Oh no! Because yeah, they because that one was dubbed like way, way, way later. It wasn't part of the original it's, dubbing. They don't run. even have it subtitled. I can believe it. Like you have to turn on the actual subtitles on Hulu to be able to like oh, understand. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all it is really is a continuation of the previous art because it's the stupid Dark Queen coming back. It's well, it's not that Dark Queen. It's another Dark Queen. No, from it's space. it's Queen Helenia. It's the same one. Queen Galaxia. Sailor Moon fight. Sailor Moon fight. Pretty much. This is the one with the three lights, right? The, I don't I don't know. I've never got this far in Sailor Moon. Okay. Sailor we, Stars? Is that where you're at? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's the three it's the three uh sailor scouts from space that describe themselves as dudes. <laughs> I never got as a, this as a boy band. <laughs> I never got this far in Sailor Moon, and I used to have my mom tape it for me on TV <laughs> while I was at golf practice in junior high. Nice golf practice. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I only know about a lot of this stuff because you listen a, to that podcast. I listen to a podcast about it, but uh, yeah. So okay, once you're done with Sailor Moon, are you going to move on to the live action, the Pretty Gar- Guardian Sailor Moon? I no, I don't know. I think we might watch Crystal. Okay. Kind of started over. Yeah. Go again. Okay. Crystal is rough at first, but gets better as it goes. Because the animation. That's what I've heard. The yeah. animation leaves a little to be desired at first. Mm. Mm. You don't get a lot of like the wild takes that you would get in the original series, but they add them in as time goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad to be less Chibi Moon. Yeah. <laughs> She's oh, only liter- for so long, though. <laughs> she is like literally the worst character. Yeah. I hate her. I well, hate her guts so much. Well, if you're on Sailor Stars, you're going to get the next best thing Chibi Chibi. <sighs> An even smaller Chibi Moon. <sighs> Wait, so she's like. Chib- oh, chibi like moon. a baby? Like Chibi Moon from like the past, past? No, it's another. Or the future, future? It's just another one. And she's even smaller. And she only says the word Chibi. She's a Pokemon, kinda. Oh, she can only say her name. She's even smaller and only says small. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I hate, I hate this crap. Like I, <laughs> like I was like, I was so tired of her, like constantly coming back. Like it's like she goes back home to the future to her to her parents. Also, just everything about her is just weird. Chibi Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all uncomfortable. Cause she's all like, oh, she's in, she's in love with, with with. Mamaru, and it's like, but he's your dad in the future, and you're like, <laughs> but she doesn't know that. No, and she also, does. Well, yeah, that's true. It's, it's weird. Fru- it's that Freudian thing where it is, but it doesn't make it comfortable. <laughs> yeah. No, and then, also her first appearance, she had a real gun. Yep, yeah. yep. She straight up, she straight up comes, comes packing heat against Sailor Moon. Yep. It's like, where'd she get that gun? The future. <laughs> I mean, it's I guess moon gun from I, the future. <laughs> I guess they have. I guess they have guns in Japan in the future. They have very lax <laughs> concealed carry laws <laughs> on the moon. On the moon in the future. No, no, they're not on the moon. They're in Japan. They're still in Japan. Crystal Neo, Tokyo. Neo Crystal Tokyo. <laughs> Which is weird. Like the fact that that all happens, and then you know, Usagi becomes the queen of whatever in the future. It's like, what happened to the government? What happens on the moon stays on the moon. It's Martian law. <laughs> what, what, my uh, my friend Marcus sent me this picture uh, yesterday of uh, Sailor Moon standing with the Moonanites. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> and they're just like they're like giving her like they're they're giving her guff about being the real representatives of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, now 
bend over and we will spank you with moon rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can see this because I'm doing this as hard as I can. Stupid Aquatine on Force. Oh, uh, God, what it's else? It's still funny. What else? I've watched some of yeah. it on HBO Max. It holds up, kind of. It's, it's still yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's uh, Oh, we watched Ted. I haven't watched Ted in a long time. Oh, Ted's really good. Yeah, that's a good movie. I mean, it's... I've never watched Ted 2. No, I haven't no. either. I have but no interest. Like, I no. was pretty much done with Ted after the first one. It said <laughs> all it needed to say. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> Seth MacFarlane's brandy humor. Yes. Yeah. It's it's references to pop culture <laughs> and then dirty jokes. They burnt all the gas in that tank in the on the first film. And that's fine. Sometimes you don't need a sequel. Ghostbusters. Ooh. Hey, Ghostbusters 2 is all right. Eh. It's all right. Beetle Beetlejuice. You just want me to say talk about Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Which we don't need. We don't need it. We don't need it. And that's why we don't have it. Yeah. I just hate the fact of making sequels to movies that are decades old. I think it's stupid. Oh, yeah. I'd rather get a sequel than a reboot of most things, though. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Bill and Ted's um, Face the Music was much better as it was a continuation, but could also be used as a launching point for future films featuring their daughters. And I think that is kind of a good kind of halfway point between the two. Yeah. I mean, I pref- but that one was also a passion project, though. That wasn't well, yeah. like a that wasn't like a nostalgia, True. you know, money grab. That's it. Certainly wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Movie's I, great, made no money. It would have it would have did so well if it wasn't these unprecedented it, times that it, we're in. The troubles, yeah. yeah. It would have made a yeah. It would have done really well. The dark times, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I prefer it, uh, a thoughtful sequel that you know applies time to the concept that mm-hmm. was already there then i would just a, a thoughtless remake a, a remake repackaging yeah 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 that's why i'm curious to see what they do with uh ghostbusters afterlife because it looks as though it is continuation of sorts and not like a full-blown reboot or anything i'm curious i'm curious to see what happens with yeah. it yeah so far they've never really other than that weird little trailer with Ryan Reynolds. It's not Ryan Reynolds. It's it's not, oh, uh, no, it's uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd yeah. that's right. The and other one. The Stranger Things, chill, chill, well, just one. One of the children. It feels like they might as well all be there. Kind of, Well, yeah. are you saying that because of the fact that the Stranger Things kids wore Ghostbusters costumes? Yeah, you know what? I think the two things are kind of polluted in my head, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there was that new trailer with Paul Rudd. He's in a uh, supermarket. That's the one I'm talking about. Like, they've with- released virtually nothing. A weird teaser, and then the thing with the with the Stay Puff little marshmallow guys with tiny baby Stay Puff marshmallow men, which I don't care for. That I don't care for that. That's that's capitalizing on baby Grogu. Yeah, baby Yoda, baby and baby Sonic. Yeah, and tiny baby Sonic. <laughs> Horrible baby Sonic. Everything needs a baby version now because it's Muppet Babies it's, again. I was going to say it's Muppet Babies all the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Muppet Babies, Baby Looney Tunes. Oh, that even was... though Tiny Tunes felt like Baby Looney Tunes, but better. Well, Tiny Tunes, no, Tiny Tunes was legitimately good. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I I like Tiny Tunes. I love Tiny Tunes. Mm-hmm. Tiny Tunes felt like a Tiny logical Tunes. progression. Kinda, Tiny yeah. Tunes is is good in spite of its premise not being very good. Yes, <laughs> it's good in that it is proto Animaniacs. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could see where a lot of the things that they eventually kind of build on and kind of expand out in Animaniacs has its roots with uh, Buster and Babs Bunny. Absolutely. I mean, I mean the premise of, of Tiny Toons is like a marketing man's... Oh, yeah. Like, fantasy. <laughs> yeah. but And it somehow worked. Yeah. <laughs> man, those, uh, those, those, those Batman ads... That are basically in Looney Tunes. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. And now I'm just thinking back to the the commercials of the Warner Brothers stores. Rip. Oh, jeez, oh, yes. The one that they had on the VHS before yeah. Batman, yeah. where Bugs and Daffy come out <laughs> and say, "Hey, come and order your Warner Brothers store catalog today. With Get a ba- mug with the Batman credit card. With the Batman credit card. Yeah, yeah." Oh, I've done one more thing. One other movie. One more uh, thing. One more thing. It's uh, hardly worth talking about. I watched an old, old movie. I've been looking for this forever. It is called 
Seven S's. That's what that's the name of it. It's was very difficult to find. It's it's about snakes. It's about a man who becomes gets, a snake is surgically turned into a snake by a mad scientist. It sounds an awful lot like a Kevin Smith movie. Yeah, that's Tusk, but a snake. Yeah, it was made in the 70s, and I'm almost positive Kevin Smith had to have known at least something about it because it is almost beat for... If you take out the podcaster angle of it and add in, well, the guy was in love with the mad scientist's daughter... It's almost beat for beat the same thing, only it's a snake instead of... A walrus. A walrus. I think getting turned into a snake is much scarier. Oh, it is. <laughs> and it was all practical effects. Yeah, it was uh, It was pretty wild. <laughs> walrus is weird. Snake is scary. That's like, bye-bye arms and... And legs. Legs are fused together, pretty, I would assume. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't like full-blown surgical. It was... It was a serum that was slowly uh, mutating him. It wasn't like like a, a human centipede weird. No, body it wasn't. Surgery. No, it wasn't that. No, <laughs> this this was cheesy bad sci-fi movie. Mutagen horror yeah. sci-fi horror movie from the seventies. Yeah. yeah, the original The Fly, not like the Cronenberg yeah. uh, Fly. The body horror. Yeah, <laughs> Tusk did have a lot of good body horror. There was stuff a bit of it. that, and you could see the buds of that in in. <laughs> it's like that game v v five v five times yeah <laughs> s five times yep uh. <laughs> is a good game actually <laughs> all right well we're now just making noises so let's go ahead and take a break here and when we come back we'll get into some news hello i'm greg dunham the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our jobs seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment to you and yours. Ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back. That was there was no music because we don't do that anymore. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was wondering what you were doing there for a second. <laughs> yeah. That's oh. not. A- <clears throat> That's not a portion of the show any longer. That's right. But you know what is a portion of the show? The news. Oh, no, I waited too long. Never mind. I, I was going to say, how long can we get away with that comeback line before we have to actually think of something to say when we come back from the break? Oh, we'll figure something out eventually. <laughs> but hey, let's talk about some news. So it is this weekend is the um, E3 uh, video game expo. Electronic what is Entertainment it? Expo. Electronic, yeah. electronic, electronic. E3. I, think, I think that's what it is. Yes. And e to the third power. And while next week will be the week where we really talk about everything that gets oh, announced. Oh, yeah, because that'll be like when all the stuff gets, you know, yeah. all the deets. Yeah, they did have a pre-convention kind of show thing. Not really affiliated with E3 itself. I feel like it's more like just kind of like a like a hype reel, maybe? It, it, well, it's Jeff Keighley's time to remind everyone how important he is to the video game industry. <laughs> I guess, yeah. So what is so what did the old Dorito Pope have to show us this time uh, pre-E3? Uh, let's see. They came out, and the first thing they announced was a new Borderlands game that's like a spinoff where it's Tiny Tina's like, D&D game like from that one. DLC. DLC, but now it's its own game. So it's like a, okay. a, a reimagining of Borderlands in a fantasy setting. Okay. Uh, with a lot of Tiny Tina, which is good because that's Ashley Birch and like, that's a funny character and she's a good voice actress. Mm-hmm. I just not that excited because I don't really care for Gearbox because I don't care for Randy Bitchford. For the guy in charge of Gearbox. Yeah, yes. He's, he's kind of a problematic dude. Allegedly. 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 (laughs) Also, he's sitting on the Duke Nukem franchise and just wasting it. I mean, after the- Duke Nukem? Yes. 
Duke Nukem, Duke. or you mean I'm Duke Nuke them. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so other stuff that they announced. Um, looks like there is a director's cut of Death Stranding. Yes, apparently Hideo Kojima was just so held back by those big wigs in charge of, of Death Stranding. You mean his own studio? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so Ko- Kojima went to the director, Kojima, and said, Hi, me. I didn't put enough into this game. <laughs> Can I do another? This well, we don't. We don't know, but we don't know about that, Hideo. Ah, I guess we can let you do that. <laughs> we'll let it slide this time. But the this trailer ex- was kind of cute. This extremely bloated game that you've already made. <laughs> yeah, the trailer. The trailer was cute. It was just chock a block full of Metal Gear references. Yeah, yeah. Like all the way down, it was all metal. The music sounded like Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. The way. The way. Uh. uh What's his face was Norman Reedus's character was moving around, kind of mm-hmm. like reminded me of like when you're standing there in Metal Gear. Just the big camera sweep through and a bunch of guards patrolling like cardboard box. Yeah, and they do a cardboard box joke, but but poor Sam Porter Bridges doesn't know how to do it. He's not Solid Snake. He's yeah, which is funny because he's a postman. You think he'd know how to box? Yeah, you'd think he'd know how to use boxes all kinds of ways. <laughs> you would think, but you know, but uh, but no, it looks good. I. I haven't picked up Death Stranding. I think eventually I'll get it on PC. And I, I like it for it. what it is. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a very chill, like, wo- walking simulator. Kind of, yeah. It's, like, it's the only the, the game. The that I've watched of it, it looked it, like It's it. the yeah. only game that truly deserves that title of walking simulator. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because you can easily just trip and spill all your boxes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, this is the... Like for PS5, so it's gonna look better. They're gonna upres sure. everything. Uh, nobody knows what else what director's cut really means. Like, what are they gonna put in it? Like, you know, they're gonna add Raiden. Yeah. <laughs> Norman Reedus is gonna go out and start calling himself Pliskin. You don't get to play him as you don't get no, to play yeah, him anymore. You don't get to play as as Sam Porter Bridges anymore. You can just <laughs> look on from a distance and and think about how cool he is. Yeah, <laughs> pretend to be asleep. Yeah. Give him an electric razor you find so he shaves his beard. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what are some of these other games that we have on the on the list here? There's a new Metal Slug game, but it's a little different. It's a turn-based tactics, isometric tactics game. Okay, interesting. Which, which is an interesting idea and something I didn't know I wanted but desperately do now. Mm. The trailer looks really good. Uh, it holds, you know, to the the spirit of metal slug as far as like the art style and the sound and the music and everything. Okay. Uh, so what, what is metal slug and what is, what is this style? Because we, we, we said <laughs> a lot of, true. I just realized we said a lot of words, but for people who don't know, what is this metal slug is a nineties, like run and gun style platform game from the arcades. Yeah. Um, that has a very cartoony, well animated pixel look. Mm hmm. Like extremely fluid animation is one of its its key marketing points. Like you pick up like you know weapon power ups and whatnot, and you mm-hmm. shoot bad guys. Kind of like you know in the vein of like Contra. Yeah, it's it's one of the kind of I don't want to say stereotypical, but when you think of arcade games, you think of either a racing game, a fighting game, or something like this. Like yeah. this. This is almost a beat 'em up with gun instead of punch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with with you know with uh, you know multi level you right. know yeah. So what is the new style that this? Why is this different? This this is a strategy tactics game where you're moving your characters around on a grid in like a fire emblem. It's almost like a turn based kind yeah. of thing. It is a turn based thing. Yeah, yeah. Or an XCOM if you know what that is. That style of game. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah. Which is an interesting direction to take the series in. It's interesting and different. Absolutely. These are my yeah. favorite things at E3 is when you get something you didn't know you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you, you see it and you're like, that looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some, the trailer has some delightful animation. Oh, good. I've, I've always loved the, the cast of Metal Slug. They're just a bunch of weird army people. <laughs> but uh, they, they're just endearing looking and it's fun to see them well animated. Well, cool. Cool. Like 2D animated, not not pixel style. There's a new Evil Dead game coming out. Oh yeah. It's a it's a four V one 
shooter style game one person's the bad guy and everybody else is uh, the survivors ash kind of person ash and his gang of ashmen pals ash and pals yeah i think that's a lot of the characters from ash versus the evil dead the show yeah probably yeah um so but, like Lucy Lawless, that's cool. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, the 3D model for um, Ash looks like Bruce Campbell. Yeah. So that's a plus. And I mean, this style of game is very popular right now. What with uh, Dead by Daylight being almost this exact thing. Especially since Ash did appear in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> he is in that game as well. Yeah, that's that's very true. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks cool. I like the idea of asymmetric gameplay and it, did they ever do that um uh predator they did it's, yeah it's it was bad, game, it was bad. oh that's that's a bummer because that that had the potential to be like really good i but, like an asymmetric game where you can do more than just run away yeah <laughs> yes you can kind of fight back or you can do something other stuff yeah yeah i mean that's the thing about like with like uh you know dead by daylight and the the friday the 13th game mm. stuff like that you really can't do much to whoever the, who the player who is the monster versus like evolved where, you know, the other players, you know, have weapons and guns and, you know, their job is to hunt you as the big monster. Yeah. Yeah. Which I imagine is a lot more difficult to balance. So good luck. <laughs> it's almost like video game tag, but in a horror setting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What are we? The, uh, we have among us. Oh, no, yeah. I believe it's pronounced Amongus. Amongus, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a a new update coming out. Uh, they're adding their. It's called their 15 player update. Okay. So, so they're adding more players. Say, what does that mean? <laughs> well, right, as it stands right now, I think you can only have a maximum of only 15 people are allowed to play this update. <laughs> That's it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think in the regular game mode, I think it's a maximum of like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So they're doubling right. it. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Among Us is, it's another game that's almost like tag kind of. Um, yeah. You're, you're on like a ship or you're on a, in a setting. There's, a, there's various maps. And yeah. you're, and you have to do like various, like very Task. small tasks. And while that's happening, two of the uh, people that are in your party are secret, um, killers basically it's and they're basically sol- walking around trying to tag you so you go, so you'd be out it's a social deduction game yeah where, it's a bluffing game it's, uh, a, bluffing. it's a lot of yeah. bluffing game yeah 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 because it's the, a lot of fun because the because the imposters you know you know they get caught they get voted out and they lose mm-hmm. the goal of the imposter is to kill everybody and then and not get caught and not get caught and then the other players you know once you go into the voting rounds when somebody finds a body or calls a meeting or something mm-hmm. it's like a, a you know if anybody's ever played the werewolf card game Kind of like that. Yeah. And, um, and this is in a very cartoony style. Oh, it's yeah. It's not like, yeah, we're yeah. saying, you know, one player is killing another player. It's not like that. It's just, it's very cartoony. It's very simple. They're little, yeah. little bean-shaped spacemen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's spawned a few games now that are like this. Some are better, in my opinion. Others are not. Sure. But Among Us is the one that ends up on really? Twitch. Yeah. Yes, this is also true. It's the it's the popular one. It yeah. Is the, it is the popular one. Yep. Um, I don't think its popularity has waned that much either. It's still no, much. I mean, it's still it's still it depends strong. on who you ask. I mean, I don't play it as hard as I used to. I jumped on and tried the new map, and that is ridiculous. I think that's part of the reason why they're adding more players because that map is huge. Ah, okay. it's actually so big when you start up when you start around, you get to choose where you spawn instead of just spawning in the same place all the time. Interesting, hmm. interesting. I still huge. have never played it. I've watched it played a lot of times, but I've still have never played it. I've played a couple rounds. It's fine. It's fun. It's not as much fun when you're playing with a bunch of people that already know the map. Oh and yeah, you d- and you don't, and you're just kind of wandering around because you end up getting picked off first every time. Either that, that's or, kind or of the way either that, or you get yeah. get called out for being suspicious because yeah, you're just kind of wandering around. Why are you in this room? Because I don't know where I am or e- where I'm supposed to be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. What is Two Point Campus? Uh, the people who made Two Point Hospital itself a spiritual sequel to Theme Hospital. If you've ever played that game, it's like a, a hospital tycoon sim, like. Like theme park, but it's a hospital. Okay. And it has a fun sense of humor and has goofy diseases and is cartoony. It's actually a really solid game. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're doing another one called Two Point Campus where you're like a, a school administrator and you build a college campus and then tycoon that. 
Interesting. Which is a good. Co- I've always thought that a school building uh, a tycoon style game would work really well. Yeah, so, I think I've seen like that kind of style before, just not from these guys. Because I know there's like you know there's like you know prison tycoon and all those. Yep, there, various games. There was a time in like the early 2000s where there was like a million. There were a million of games. them. Oh yeah. yeah. When Roller Coaster Tycoon got big, everybody tried to get a piece of that pie with their weird like fish tycoon or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Train tycoon. Tra- yeah. <laughs> but this this is that kind of game, but but for a college and uh, with these people's sense of humor and with a university setting, it'd be pretty funny, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It'll be a neat game. Yep. I'm I'm waiting for all the uh, um, Animal House references. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be at least a couple, <laughs> for sure. Two Point Hospital, I think, is on Game Pass, so if if you want to check it out, that's an easy way to, to oh, do cool. it, and I would recommend it. Oh, that reminds me. I just saw something where uh, Microsoft's going to allow Game Pass to work through phones. Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and the xCloud stuff where you can stream directly to your devices so it's it's truly going to be like a game netflix for games where you just hit a button and you're playing a game oh that's awesome i just hope the you know latency isn't too bad yeah yeah because that, that was always the big deal because that was one yeah. of my because that was one of my my big issues with playstation now was sometimes you'd get you'd get to go in and it does real well and other times it just chug or it just starts looking real nasty oh yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, let's see. The last thing we have for the uh, Games Fest kickoff thing is uh, Elden Ring. They finally showed something about this game that, for the longest time, I didn't think actually existed. Oh, yeah. I, th- I figured they would just never... Because George R. L. Tolkien's <laughs> is attached to <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. That, that's his name, right? No, it's George R. R. Martin is attached to it, so I figured it would just never get finished. Sure. <laughs> like you do. <laughs> yeah. But it's a game by him and the Dark Souls people from Software, mm-hmm. um, and it very much looks like one of those. It's another medieval, <laughs> medieval game where you die a lot. Yeah, a dark medieval game. Mm-hmm. Yep, very, this one very had a difficult. Horse. Hey, horse this one has a horse in the trailer. There we go. There we go. <laughs> oh boy, I'm sorry. I'm just, as much as you think that would be my thing, I'm not that excited. About I that. don't. I I don't care about Dark Souls. I don't I like. Don't. Yeah, I don't like the Souls games. They are not fun to me. The the idea of a game where you just constantly throw yourself at a wall over and over and over until you get through it. You're like you brute. It's it's the definition of brute forcing your way through a game because the game like the Dark Souls games are so incredibly difficult on purpose that you just. You're expected to well, die over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, and then like you're, you know, the whole the whole thing about those games is learning the tells of your enemies and stuff, so you just dodge around. And I get frustrated to the point where I just don't have the patience to yep. do that. You it's just, not. It's not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like a challenging game. Sure, but there's a difference between challenging and spending a, an entire session trying to get through one corridor, and you don't do it. And you end up not having anything to show for what you've done. I think I think I'll I'd get totally roasted for this. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like good game design. I think a well designed game has a good difficulty curve. Yes, and lets you learn the mechanics of the game gradually as you play, and not just slam you over the head immediately by the first group of three skeletons that have you die a hundred times. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. That was like my thing with like the first Dark Souls game is like, you know, I made it through like the first kind of couple areas or whatever because you're just fighting skeletons and whatnot and get past the first boss and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm getting this. And then you get into a room full of ghosts and you can't fight them because your weapons pass right through them, but they don't tell you that, oh, you're supposed to coat your weapons in this weird potion that you picked up two rooms ago (laughs) that they didn't really describe what it is. Yeah, I hope you read 30 item descriptions so you can understand the deep lore. Pretty much, yeah, (laughs) yeah. And then you run away from them and you think you're, okay, I'm safe for a minute while I heal up. No, they come up, they rise up through the floor, come at you. I'm like, I hate this game. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so some other stuff uh, that happened this past uh, week or so. This is probably because we're old. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's probably we're just old men. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what is what was the Sonic Central? Is that a uh, that was like a bunch of Sonic news? Yeah, right? this was from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. There was a, a Sonic themed like announcement 
thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was Nintendo Direct, but for Sonic only. And I there's just mostly a bunch of trash. <laughs> I mean, well, that, Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I mean, that's rude to say. A lot of people really like Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, I love Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> but, you know, uh, the good games are few and far between anymore. <laughs> Sonic's going to show up in a lot of other games and as a cameo. That's fine. Including the point. Olympics one. Again? The, the serious Olympics game, there is a Sonic costume that looks like a man in a Sonic mascot suit. Oh, fantastic. And it's pretty funny looking. Fantastic. Can we put Usain Bolt yeah. in a Sonic costume? Maybe. I don't know I how think it that's works. cheating. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it looks as bad as when you find the Mega Man costume in Dead Rising. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And, like, there's some kind of crossover thing in the new Judgment game that's coming out. What? What is that? Judgment is a Yakuza spinoff where you're detected. Oh, right. Yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. And uh, then, yeah. I mean, they did announce a new Sonic game. A remaster of Sonic Colors. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. And a new two animated projects, uh, one of which is a Sonic Colors themed cartoon that's going to have two episodes for the internet, I guess. Yeah, which is a weird yeah. model. And the the other one is by the Ben Ten pe- man of, man of Meta, action, man of action. Yeah, um, called Sonic Prime, and I don't know, maybe that'll be good. I don't know. I like, I typically like the man of action stuff. Fine, um, there's their animation is pretty clean. Uh, I think it'll work. Their the action bits of Ben Ten, it's usually. It's usually pretty well done. It's going to come down to the writing. If they hire the Sonic Boom people, oh, I was just then thinking it'd be that. pretty good. It'd be great. Yeah, the writing. So the many writing. fourth wall breaks and stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I do like the, I do like the reference, the self reference, you know, just, in, uh, in Sonic Boom. Yeah, just yeah. find like a supercut of all the good jokes in Sonic Boom on YouTube and watch that, and you'll get everything you need to get out of that show. Oh, yeah, a lot, a lot of it's mostly Knuckles. <laughs> Most of it's Knuckles, and there was one episode where a Sonic super fan may force Sonic to read his fan fiction. Yeah. And that was a real, real good jab at all the Sonic fans online and stuff. It was great. Super good. <laughs> and they had a one more thing at the end okay. and it was bizarre and confusing. Um, it was a CG animated trailer of Sonic running in a forest and then he runs in a bunch of loops and draws a symbol that doesn't make sense to anyone and then leaves. And then they're like, we're doing a new Sonic game. Oh, Sonic 06 remastered. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. And they didn't like elaborate any further than that. Probably because they don't know. Yeah. There was later a press release came out and said it's called Sonic Rangers. Okay. And that's all we know. Okay. Are they going to morph? Do the Sonic get a giant robot? <laughs> yeah. That would be hey, awesome if hey. Sonic got a giant robot. There are enough characters of multicolored faceting in the sonic cast that they true. could That's be very a true sonic sentai style team they couldn't call it sonic rangers though they, they could get sued. It, they would have to call it saban's sonic rangers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no hasbro's sonic rangers hasbro's saban's sonic rangers the, saban doesn't own it though anymore uh, saban's name is still on a lot that of power Rangers stuff it's how saban's power rangers battle for the grid even though hasbro owns it vomit <laughs> yeah as much as I love Power Rangers and like you know how huge of a part of like my childhood was. Also, th- you can thank him for the X Men animated show as well. You can. Oh yeah, I forgot yep. about that. God damn it! <laughs> and about a half dozen uh, uh, theme songs for animated uh, series because he mm-hmm. was a musical composer before yep. becoming uh, owning his own uh, studio. Yeah, it well, sucks, yeah. but it's true. <laughs> it's a, yeah. yeah, the rumor for this Sonic game though is that it's an open world Sonic game, which oh I'm, no, uh, I'm, that doesn't work. The whole point of Sonic is speed running courses. Sonic the Hedgehog, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's probably what Breath it's of the be. Hedgehog, Breath of the Hog, Breath of the Weirhog. The, oh, oh no, no, <laughs> that was the other thing on uh, the Summer Games fest kickoff they had a a symphonic orchestra performance Mm -hmm. of music from sonic unleashed why i don't know it's so bizarre there isn't they're not remaking that game 
Nobody, that's not a good game. It's not. <laughs> it's not a good time in Sonic's life to uh, remind us of. That time he turned into a, were- a werewolf. Yeah. That was not good. What was that one where he was like a knight or something? Sonic uh, and the Black Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Also a bad game. Yeah, also not good. Shadow the Hedgehog. Shadow with a gun. It's funny. At the beginning of the Sonic Central thing, they said ra- ratings for games go from E to M because of, they mentioned the Yakuza game, and that's M-rated. Oh, that's M-rated. But people actually got excited because they thought it meant they were going to make another Shadow the Hedgehog, <sighs> which means was, was Shadow M-rated? It, it was teen, I it think. Was, it was teen. It had but been it teen. But it wanted... It, if it, it came wanted, out today, it would be M. It'd be M, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... That means that people want another Shadow the Hedgehog, which is bizarre to me. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> yeah. People don't want a, so- a Shadow the Hedgehog game. They just want the idea of a Shadow the Hedgehog game. Yeah. All right. So we actually have a couple of trailers uh, for various things that we watched as well. Uh, first up is the uh, Ryan Reynolds starring Free Guy. Which is a good uh, a good transition between video games and movies because this is a movie about a video game character. Yeah, he he's a a NPC like nothing character in a video game that becomes self aware. Basically, is yeah, becomes self aware, and Taika Waititi's in it in a in a small role, and uh, it looks like the Lego Movie. Yeah, I, the second time I saw, well, I half paid attention the first time I saw it, but partway through the trailer, I'm just like, this is the Lego Movie. Yeah, this is the plot of the Lego movie, basically. <laughs> yeah, it w- without the MacGuffin piece. Yeah. Oh, there'll probably be a MacGuffin piece. <laughs> oh, sure. I'm sure there is. Oh, by the way, Shadow the Hedgehog was rated E10+. Plus. Oh, well, huh. there you go. That seems way too light for a game where you can kill human beings with a gun. <laughs> what, but was it laser or was it bullet? I don't remember. It very well could have been bullet. Oh, okay. Well, then that's surprising. <laughs> yeah. Then, if it were laser, I would say okay, E10, because maybe it's a sleepy time laser. <laughs> you know, one of those lasers that you can get real tired. You just, you just get, you just fall right over asleep, just <laughs> conk right out. It's the melatonin gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe some like red mist comes out of you, but that's not. It's not blood. It's marinara. Yeah. You just, you're. It, it's a laser that that fills you full of good, good pizza energy, and you just want to take a nap. <laughs> I'd take that laser I would, now. Every, every day of the week, I would take that laser. I'm always packing. <laughs> My pizza gun. Uh, anyway, free guy, it looks... I, I would take that laser is the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah, uh, free guy looks good, but it does look like um, a cross between the Lego movie and they live, oddly enough. It, it literally has that plot line where this, yeah, puts, I am the goofy special man that can only save the day even though there's a more competent female character That's here. right there. That's literally right here. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other trailers, they had one for uh, the new Masters of the Universe animated is it a series or a movie? I forget. It's a series. It's a series. It's a limited series. Uh, yeah, that is uh, helmed by Kevin Smith, which initially made me a little nervous. But after watching this trailer, I'm in. Yeah, I was wrong. I was worried about it being too grim, dark, and and dumb. But it looked colorful and dumb, mm-hmm. so I'm in. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's animated by the same studio who does the Castlevania stuff, so it looks. It looks just like that. It looks really good, but they, they didn't change any of the designs. They didn't try to co- make make He Man look cool. He still looks like a doofus, and he has like a super Chad voice. And I'm super about it. Oh yeah, and <sighs> Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill Skeletor is doing a a pretty good job as it's not Skeletor. Bad. I mean, I had some critiques while we were watching the trailer, but sure. yeah. but it's mostly just you know personal preference. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Mark Hamill. He's he can do voice. But it's mostly just his voice. <laughs> he man is a is a himbo. That's what he man. He is. is. He is yeah. a himbo. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But I mean, it's colorful. The fact that He Man had a straight up Sailor Moon style transformation sequence, and, and that's with great. bright colors it, and everything, it was sparkly and like uh-huh. like it would look on the show. Like, yeah. It was super good. I mean, yeah. I mean, when they said that when they said they were going to take you know cues from the '80s series. And the fact that they, you know, play, you know, I Need a Hero as the song for the trailer. <laughs> they took the cheese. Oh, yeah. they straight up, it was a whole block of cheese. So I'm, I'm definitely excited for it. Now, my expectations were rock bottom, and I've been delighted and surprised. Yep. 
And uh, the last trailer we have, and this is the last thing we're going to have to talk about before we wrap up. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of uh, how we felt about Masters of the, of the Universe. There's a new trailer for Space Jam. <sighs> and it's it's deflated my enthusiasm for the film. Yeah, there were a lot of, well, the way you put it, Cody, there were a lot of non-jokes <laughs> in it. There was a lot of, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, er, that, that's gotta hurt. Like the yeah. stuff you put in to pad your script until you can think of something actually funny to put in. Yeah. <sighs> I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm going to watch it because it's Space Jam. Because, of course, Space Jam. The first trailer looked bad, but in a fun way. This yes. just looks bad. Well, it it looks more kiddified. It looks more juvenile uh, in general. Which, yeah. like, to be fair, the original Space Jam is pretty bad, too. It's, in, in retrospect, it is pretty rotten. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not as I'm just not as excited. I think the shine has come off of the Space Aww, Jam. That, it, the trailer just sucked all the air out of the room. It kind of <laughs> did. Yeah. And like, and it's weird because even though they're calling it Space Jam Two, it has no real connection to the original Space Jam because they don't seem to be the same tunes. No, the, from the original Space Jam. This is this is Looney Tune character that were in Internet. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't so they don't go to the tune world like No. Like it's like the Michael Jordan golf, through a golf, through a golf hole. hole. No, it's, no, they no. go to internet and yeah. there are digital versions of the Looney Tunes. Yeah. And also King Kong? <laughs> and the Iron Giant? And the Iron Giant and I'm pretty sure Space Ghost was in that. Yeah, all your Hanna Barbera pals are there. Which is yeah. weird because this is a Warner Brothers route. Well, they own them both. Oh, now. that's right, they do. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Because they own DC, and DC had a bunch of Hanna-Barbera stuff. I wish somebody would do something with Hanna-Barbera characters that was good. Uh, same here. Didn't they do that Scoop thing? Yeah, that was and that was pretty good, honestly. I enjoyed yeah. it. Although, I get a lot of joy out of just seeing Hanna-Barbera characters because well, sure. I'm a cartoon nerd. The <laughs> last thing that I really liked with the Hanna-Barbera characters, they did the... Uh, um, I forget what the comic was called. Wacky Wasteland? No. Oh, no. Future Quest? Uh, yeah, Future, Future Quest. Quest. And they used all of the all of their old '60s action cartoons: Johnny Quest, Space Ghost, Birdman, Herculoids. Herculoids. Uh, 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 Mitor was in there. Yeah. Uh, Frankenstein Jr. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it, and they did an action comic. Well, it's kind of funny, it, like, and it was really really well, well done. Like I was going through my I was going through my comics uh, a couple weeks ago. And like I started separating them out, like man, I forgot how much of these I bought. <laughs> oh yeah, well, they, and they look beautiful. Doc Shaner uh, did the art for mm -hmm. all of it, yep. and it it looks like Alex Toth art. It's oh man, yeah. phenomenal. Oh yeah, and the, and the best part is, the story makes sense. The story makes sense. They made Mitor into a uh, Shazam type character. It's a kid who uh, it's a, a modern day kid who finds the Mitor Club from. From way back when, and becomes a modern version of oh, that's cool. of adult Mitor. Mitor was a judge on Harvey Birdman. He correct? was, yeah, for yep. a short time before it was pretty much all men talk. Because yeah, men talk the mind taker. Yeah. Woo oh, speaking of which, yeah. I've watched all of Bird Girl. Oh, because there's only six of them for some reason. Okay, and it's very good. Good. It's a lot different than Harvey. There's no Hanna Barbera characters. Oh, there aren't. Kind what? of lame. Is, yeah, but it's still a good show. In spite of that. <laughs> but there's no Peter Potamus asking if you got you that, that thing, thing I sent you? No. <laughs> the closest is there's a character named Dog with Bucket Hat, who is a dog who wears a bucket hat and is on, <laughs> on the board of directors of Seven and Seven. Oh, that's great. Oh, so Philkin Seven's not in it anymore? No, he, he's dead. He died. Oh. That's the, the, the whole conceit of the show is that he died and uh, Bird Girl has to become the CEO of seven and seven and balance being a superhero with being a CEO of this huge corporation. Yeah. Do they at least reference Harvey Birdman at all? No, they didn't mention Harvey at all. Really? Oh. Interesting. Which is weird considering she's bird girl, but well, yeah. yeah. And she's playing basically the same manic energy yeah. from, from Birdman, which is fun. It's fun to see a female lead be that kind of manic. Like, yeah, well, she was kind of weird like in Harvey Birdman. Yeah, she was yeah, like, that's it. She's still the same character from Harvey Birdman. It's just different setting. Yeah. Interesting. And there's a, a Mintox daughter is a character. Oh, cool. All right. Meredith, the mind taker. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 
whatever happened to Harvey Berman, uh, Attorney General? It came out. Did they? Yeah. yeah, it was just one. It was a special. Oh. Yeah, it was a one-time thing. Oh. Yep. I've watched a little bit of it. I haven't actually sat down to the whole thing, but Peter Potamus is an Alex Jones character, oh, which is very yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, uh, we've actually hit time, so we should probably go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email, staff at nerdoverload.com, with any questions, concerns, pending fan fiction that you wrote about us Uh, or give us a call on the nerd overload hotline 586-372-8020 leave a message and we might play it on the show i've been missing that i've been missing the y'all you can also find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps such as apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher google play tune in and more and lastly i'd like to thank david pencil for the use of our intro and outro You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you very much for tuning in, and we will be back next week. And as far as your fan fictions go, I'm six foot four and jacked. (laughs) Peace out, everybody.